0: Day one hundred seventy seven, that means it's day one ninety since Joey made the promise he'd never abandon Americans. He's turned the page, and so has the media mob. They never mentioned abandoning all these innocent people. After we promised not to. It's sick. It's ugly. The fact that this is barely talked about is unbelievable. Um we have huge developments in this Joe Rogan uh Spotify issue over the weekend as a montage of joe rogan using the n-word has, has come out um i only listened like a second of it and it, i i didn't hear context and i asked somebody is there any context to this in any case and you know he'd stopped using the word years ago he said and these were conversations he was having and he didn't want to be um i well i'll tell you what why don't we just play joe rogan he came out very publicly. It seemed very sincere to me, but I'll let you decide what you think of it. Here's, as you listen to this, know this, this. This is what fascinated me now about the new development in the story. And you have to wonder if there's any artists on Spotify that play music that use the N-word or music, you know, that refer to women as bees and hoes and all that sort of thing, which you don't ever have to listen to if you don't want to, or the context There are always people that said, no, I'm not going to say the N-word because, you know, people need to hear this word or whatever reason. I don't think it's ever a good idea to use it, period, end of sentence. And just like people that don't know the history of of Nazism or fascism or the Holocaust probably shouldn't be talking about that either. Um, But the interesting development on this is on two fronts. Now, Rumble is an alternative to YouTube. Rumble has been doing really well um rumble has a a a big fan base of people that said you know what we're sick and tired just like i think there will be a and a twitter version i know getter is out there now as one and there'll probably be others where conservatives you know are actually welcome and freedom of of speech is they mean it whether you like the speech or don't like the speech Um, But the development that here is you have two companies, Rumble, and I've never heard of Odyssey. Do you ever hear of Odyssey before, Linda? Because I never heard of them. I'm doing some research into them. I saw it come out over the weekend, yeah. Yeah, okay. That are offering Joe Rogan, if Spotify says goodbye, $100 million for four years to bring his podcast over there. Now the question is, you know, what will Spotify do? And whether or not Spotify, if they are just a content provider... And let's say they do have artists that use the N-word or or say controversial things in their music. Um, are they then going to apply the same standards to people that are, quote, artists? I mean, isn't isn't all of this, in a sense, art and people are expressing a view? Um, but anyway, here's Rogan in his own words. Um, seen very, fallen on the sword. Humbled by it, it seemed to me. And very apologetic and what he plans to do
1: moving forward. Hello, friends. Um, I'm making this video to talk about the most regretful and shameful thing that I've ever had to talk about publicly. There's a video that's out that's a compilation of me saying the N-word. It's a video that's made of clips taken out of context of me, of 12 years of conversations on my podcast, and it's all smushed together, and it looks horrible even to me now i know that to most people there's no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word never mind publicly on a podcast and i agree with that now i haven't said it in years but for a long time when i would bring that word up like if it would come up in conversation and stay instead of saying the n-word i would just say the word i thought as long as it was in context people would understand what I was doing. Like that context was part of the clip. We were talking about Red Fox, how Red Fox said that word on television in the 1970s and how times have changed so much since then, or about how Richard Pryor used it as one of the titles of one of his albums, or I was quoting a Lenny Bruce bit, or I was quoting a Paul Mooney bit, or I was talking about how Quentin Tarantino used it repeatedly in Pulp Fiction, Or I was talking about how a Netflix executive ironically used it because he was trying to compare it to another offensive word and he said it out loud and they fired him, not calling anybody or just saying the word out loud. I was also talking about how there's not another word like it in the entire English language because it's a word where. Only one group of people is allowed to use it, and they can use it in so many different ways. Like if a white person says that word, it's racist and toxic, but a black person can use it, and it could be a punchline. It could be a term of endearment. It could be lyrics to a rap song. It could be a positive affirmation. It's a very unusual word, but it's not my word to use. I'm well aware of that now, but for years I used it in that manner i never use it to be racist because i'm not racist but whenever you're in a situation where you have to say i'm not racist you f- up and i clearly have f- up
0: when you're in a situation where you have to explain it um he said the words regretful found it shameful he did point out it was the the word and the montage was taken out of context It looks horrible even to me. I agree now. I haven't said it for years. If in context, I thought people would understand uh, talking about how the the difference for African-Americans versus white Americans using the word. He was very clear about it. talked about other other people over the years that have used it, like Red Fox, uh, Lenny Bruce, uh, Richard Pryor. It was used on Pulp Fiction. Um, How... In the african American community, it could be a punchline, a term of endearment, but then he said it's but it's not my word to use and in for years, I used it in that manner, not in a manner to be racist, et cetera et cetera which this this, this is where it just gets interesting to me because Joe Rogan is not going to be silenced at the end of this at the end of this, and I think what's what's beginning to happen is the only reason that I and I'm speculating here that these companies are willing to step up and say, we'll take you, we'll pay you the hundred million that you signed with Spotify um, is because they're listening to the context. They're understanding it. And there's probably now going to be the emergence of real free speech platforms. Now, conservatives, we know too well. You know, look look at the Hunter Biden laptop from hell, you know, just before an election, with all the information we've now corroborated and confirmed that that are on this. And and look at Twitter wouldn't run it. You know, they 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 didn't even cancel the Ayatollah's Twitter account, but they canceled Donald Trump's Twitter account early on. And and then the other platforms that are constantly deplatforming, deplatforming. Cancel, censor, etc. Woke, whatever it happens to be, and I think the backlash is is that people are going to now embrace what I call freedom. It's not hard. It's not a hard concept to understand. I mean, are we now going to go back in and, and the archives of of every single host like Howard Stern and and others and drag up what they said in in the seventies and eighties? I don't think he'd want that, and it, it probably wouldn't be fair. Well, Hannity, you bring up you bring up Joe Biden, his whole career. You know, they're going to put you all back in chains. That's not that long ago. That would be in the time frame that Joe Rogan is talking about. My state, my state's a slave state. You know, for the first time ever, you have an African-American, first time, who's clean and bright and articulate. I'm like, what? Man, That, that that's whatever he said, man. That, that's history, man, or whatever he said. Storybook. That was the line. That storybook, man. It's not storybook. What the hell is he talking about? You know, or Kamala Harris taking him on for partnering with the Klansmen to stop the integration of schools and stop school busing. You know, and you can't work in a 7 Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slightly neat accent. What are you asking me, Linda? Say it on the air. No, I don't want it. That's fine. Um, I can play. We played the hits of him. And the reality is Democrats didn't care. The media didn't care about this history of Joe leading into the election. And we all know that if it was Trump, they would have cared. They would have cared a lot. How much effort was put into to getting the tapes of, of Donald Trump's outtakes from The Apprentice? Did he say anything bad that we can use to bludgeon him? Um. And it's, but but I think something there's there's something stirring here that is much bigger than I think Joe Rogan, or in the case of what happened with Whoopi Goldberg, I I think she will be back on the View because I think people believed her her apology was sincere. Um, having known her, I don't know Joe Rogan, but having known her, I I know her. She's peace, love, and happiness. You know, she's not that she's not that person. Um. Anyway, so you see that the left and the Spotify CEO did say they will not be silencing Rogan even after this weekend and and this all surfaced. There are no words I can say to adequately convey how deeply sorry I am for the way the Joe Rogan experience controversy continues to impact each of you. This is the CEO, Daniel Eck, in a memo sent to employees. I think it's important that you're aware that we've had conversations with Joe and his team about some of the content in his show including his history of using some racially insensitive language. Following these discussions and his own reflections, he chose, it's an interesting, that's that's interesting language to me, that he chose to remove a number of episodes from Spotify. He also issued his own apology over the weekend. Um, And while I strongly condemn what Joe has said, and I agree with his decision to remove past episodes from our platform, I realize some will want more. And I want to make one point very clear. I do not believe silencing Joe is the answer. Now, I guess the question is, you know, it's going to really be up to the people, the audience, and whether or not people keep listening to Joe Rogan. My prediction is probably they will. Is he going to lose fans? I, probably not. Is Spotify going to check all of their music to see if, in fact, Uh, There are any artists that are saying things on their in their music that that might be similar and is is it different because it's a song and it's not um, it's not conversation. So that part of it is going to be interesting going forward. What's interesting is you now have big platforms like Rumble saying, you know what, we're going to take on controversy on all sides And let people have their say, unlike Twitter, unlike Facebook, unlike Google and all these other big tech groups that have decided to censor, especially conservatives. You know, it used to be Linda, correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't have access to my Twitter account anymore. Haven't for years. When I would send out a tweet back in the day, I'd have like 95 percent of people agreeing with me. Correct. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, now, now there's like 95% of people that disagree no matter what I say, right? Well, they suppress it now. Now, you know, you could say the alphabet and they would say you were wrong. Okay, so the point is that, that conservatives have left in droves. I haven't left, but I'm going to once there's some place bigger and that has the same reach. As of now, I don't even put anything up. Very rarely I'll say, please, I have to beg myself, can I please have this one tweet sent out? You know, but for, for the most part, that's handled by a team that puts out news stories that from mostly from Hannity.com. Anyway, eight hundred nine four one Sean. We got a big update on the Olympics and on this movement in Canada. And Ron Klain reports might be out as White House chief of staff. This is getting interesting. Now, look, inflation at a forty-year high. Everything is more expensive. Every store you go to, you are pay more. A barrel of oil now almost a hundred bucks. And going higher, you pay more to gas up your car. Everything you buy in every store, you pay more to heat and cool your home. So you got to find places in your life where you can save money, and your wireless bill is a huge way. Now, if you're still using the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, you'll get the same exact coverage from Pure Talk, a veteran-run company, the same number of bars, the same phone number, the same phone, the same exact cell phone towers, and the same exact 5G network. And listen to this. Average family saving close to $1,000 a year. And the more phone numbers you have, the more you're going to save. You can get four lines, talk, text, data, for only 64 bucks, And that's not per line. That's four phone numbers. And that's the total. Anyway, you get the exact same service. And if you haven't joined our stampede away from the big carriers, please join now. Dial pound 250. Say the keyword, save now. This month you'll save an additional 25% off your first three months. Pound 250, keyword, save now.